Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney Taylor, a.k.a. The Penguin Gotham, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. We have this episode uh, titled, Henry's One Foot In, Warner Brothers One Foot Out. Uh, We will get into why we chose that name, but I'm pretty sure you guys already understand why. Uh, But before I get into the show, let me introduce our panelists. Kanan and Joel, what's going on, guys? Welcome Not much, up. what's up? All right, um, so let's, oh, it's going good, I'm sorry, Kanan. Um, all right, let's, <laughs> oh, let's I just, get right in. Guys, it. I got some, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know if you're aware, I don't know if you're aware this is kind of breaking, but uh, we might have huh. our first official images from the Joker movie. Really? Uh, hold Check on. the Twitter hold on. page. Check the, the Twitter page. Check the Twitter page. I'm checking. I'm checking. All right, hold on. I'm checking. I'm checking. Hold on. Oh wait. By the way, um, the William, William William Gray <laughs> oh. did um a uh a edit for the um the new Joker movie. Uh, he did an edit, mm-hmm. so I reposted it on Instagram in our story. Um, and Todd Phillips. Uh, viewed it. I mean, that's not like anything super huge, but um, it was right. kind of really dope that he uh, took a look at it. So huge shout out to William. Um, keep it going, brother, because uh, you do amazing Joker work. Um, so it's sure. pretty dope that Todd Phillips took a look at it. And uh, I wanted to say, shame on you, Instagram, for not having Todd Phillips be verified on on Instagram. What the hell is you guys? Yeah, come on now. Come on. Um, But so we'll, I guess we'll leave with that then. We just looked at the first um, pretty much, I want to say, behind the scenes shots of um, Hakeem Phoenix uh, as Joker, but he's not actually Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin. He's not actually (laughs) as Joker yet. Um, It's just him in like street clothes uh, interacting with a clown. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not much, but it's something. Uh, it means we're right. in full, full on um, filming mode. So we will be getting more. Uh, I'd say we should have an official shot of him as Joker by New York Comic Con, if not at New York Comic Con, <laughs> like around that whole press, so. uh, area. We should have a, our first official photo of him in the costume, um, and, and a better idea on the direction that this movie's really going in. But Kanan, since you posted it. What are your thoughts on the first shots that we're getting of the filming of the Joker solo? Um, I am pretty intrigued, man. I honestly think this movie is going to be pretty dark, man. So I know a lot of people were, were kind of uh, joking, you know, were kind of like throwing that out the window, that rumor, you know, about the whole uh, cocaine face and, and drugs and stuff. But, I mean, looking mm-hmm. at this, you know, Joaquin looks like he's really gotten into this role. He's lost, uh, looks like a ton of weight. 
um, to portray, portray the Joker. But, I mean, just from these images right here, I mean, it looks like it's kind of in a gritty, grimy alley. you got this kind of, um, you know, clown that he walks up to. So it looks like it's going to have that kind of Carney-type vibe, you know. And, unfortunately, you know, Carnies get associated with being dirty and druggies and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, honestly, I could see there being a moment where not the entire movie – where he probably could break down from drugs and we see him, uh, you know, do something like that to almost like be the prelude to his final look as the Joker. But no, I mean, I, I'm excited for this. And like, and like we've talked about before, um, you know, DC really has nothing to lose with this. If this movie is a huge success, then this is going to open the door to so many other Elseworld types films. And we know that mm-hmm. Martin Phoenix is one and done. So he's not coming back for any more. Um, and I think they're going to give the best performance ever. And, and like I was saying, this is a Todd Phillips movie. If you watched any of his movies, the guy goes to the extreme as far as he can within the ratings. So I could see this movie just doing so much um, out there. But, I mean, apparently the script is great. And uh, I think it would have to be something really good for Joaquin to sign on. I just don't think that he would sign on to do it because he's not that type of actor. We we know that he doesn't do a movie just for the money. He does it because he likes, um, you know, he likes the script. And I think that uh, he's probably going to have a good relationship with, um, you know, Todd Phillips. But I mean, he's looking, he's looking pretty good, man. I mean, I can't wait to see him in the final transformation. But he's definitely got that lanky, thin Joker. It's almost like the Joker from Arkham, the Arkham games. Remember how lanky he was? He's he's got yeah. that down pat. This looks really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, <laughs> I want to shout out as soon as we brought up like Instagram not verifying Todd Phillips, is just check his page and it's verified now. So you're welcome, Todd. Um, anyway, um, I completely agree with you. Uh, this this opens up the door for so much. Um, if this movie can be good, everything that we expect it to be, um, because Elseworld movies seem as though that's going to have to be what DC um, is, is going to bet their money on. Um, because it seems like at some point they're going to have to just completely trash the idea of the shared universe, um, you know, for, for the, the near future. Um, of course, we still have Wonder Woman Part 2. We still have um, Shazam and Aquaman this year. Uh, and then Flash is supposedly still supposed to happen. But as of now, they're talking about there's no current plans for a Superman movie, and we still have no goddamn Batman. So if this, uh, if this, you know, Elseworld universe can work, you can just do a whole bunch of one-offs and not have to be tied to making things stick to each other or making things be consistent upon each other. You can just do what you want, um, and fans could finally get that Michael Keaton um, uh, Batman Beyond in an Elseworld. So it's like we got to support this Elseworld Joker film because if it's good, it just opens the door for so much more. Um, But, Joel, what are your thoughts on the photos that you saw and your expectations, I guess, um, for for what this movie can be? Well, my expectations are pretty even keel with this movie because I don't know really what to expect. Um, It's it's still a conundrum for me because it's just, 
it's a Joker movie no one really asked for, but it's a Joker movie now I'm all now I'm come somewhat interested in based on the casting and what what we've heard and even now these these photos that we've seen behind the scenes he looks creepy as shit like Joaquin has definitely gotten into this role he lost a lot of weight like like you know the thing he's all lanky and he looks like he has to eat like he should eat because he looks that skinny and I'm not used to seeing him that thin so it's kind of weird um, but. I, I think he's fully committed. I think the movie is fully committed to doing whatever the fuck it's planning on doing. And I'm looking forward to watching it and, and hopefully enjoying it. Um, like you said, it, it has to be has to be true to itself. It doesn't have to please anybody in particular. Just do what you were set out to do, and people will enjoy it for that. And some won't because that's how people are. And just they can't worry about that. Um, in, 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 in all... Um, of the shared universe wise, um, I say just keep doing what they're doing. Uh, shit'll, I mean, shit'll resolve itself in due time. Nothing, no, no go. There's nothing that came out this week that sounded like good news, especially regarding Superman. And if anybody at Warner Brothers, anybody, thinks the best idea for this uh, for, for DC is to leave Superman in the back burner, there's something wrong with you. You probably shouldn't be in charge if that's what you're thinking, because that's just that's not that's not smart. This <laughs> is not smart anyway. Uh, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's just can't come down to a weird uh, standstill with the the contract negotiations. But we'll get to that. Uh, but Joker wise, uh, looks cool. I don't know. I don't really have no real big expectations. I'm just I'm kind of leaving my expectations flat and just letting everything come to me. Yeah, I don't have any uh, specific expectations on this movie. You guys know I'm a huge guy. So, I mean, these photos, it's always good to get an idea. You're breaking up. Yeah, you're breaking up pretty bad. You are Robo Jawan. You are Robo Jawani. Is it still bad? Yeah, we can hear you now. We can hear you now, yeah. All right, sorry. Um, no, I'm I'm not a huge photo guy, so it's like I've never looked at a photo and said like ah, I don't know if I'm gonna like this movie. Or, oh, this movie's gonna be huge. So I wait for trailers. Right. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like like you said, no one asked for it, so it's like if it's bad, I'm not gonna go. Oh man, Warner Brothers, like you're in trouble because no one really asked for it. So I mean, no one's really expecting much. Um, like right, no one's right. jumping out saying this is gonna be an Oscar worthy movie or anything. So we'll just mm-hmm. wait to see it. For- I don't think it's necessary to put unreal expectations on any of these movies. Um, let's just see them, hope that they're good, and then move forward. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, this kind of helps for the topic that we had for the Joker film. Um, I can't remember that. Say what? We we may have to just do this show, me and you, uh, uh, Joel. Joel. Jawan's on that T-Mobile network. Hey, I got T-Mobile. <laughs> oh well, well maybe he's on Sprint. This <laughs> is isn't working. Well, while Jawan's yeah. uh, getting his bearings together, let's uh, let's go into the first topic. So, I guess the, okay. the, we've been talking about Superman, so we might as mm-hmm. well uh, we might as well get into that the whole uh, Henry Cavill thing. Um, you know, it was it came out from the Hollywood Reporter that. You know, mm-hmm. they had heard that Cavill was not done. I think a lot of people ran with it is that Cavill was done, that this was a done deal. Yeah. But, you know, once again, yeah. people really need to start reading articles. Uh, Cavill is not done. 
based on what THR said. They just said that it's not looking good. And we, we've kind of heard rumblings that the contract negotiations weren't going uh, well, but he's not out right. of Superman. Uh, but all that anyways, all that happens early. Then we have his agent come out and say, no, the cape's still in the closet. Warner Brothers will come out and make a statement. Warner Brothers comes yeah. out with their statement, and which is weird because Warner Brothers never comes out with any statements ever. Exactly. People make up all of these. People make all these rumors about all these movies, and we don't hear anything from them. Like never. I mean, there's you know there's stuff that was reported yesterday, and you know that supposedly you know they were going to get this under control with this new DC Daily show. Um, but Warner finally comes out, and I think it's because they saw that Henry Cavill was trending on Twitter. You know, nothing against Brie Larson, Captain Marvel breaking the internet, but Henry Cavill and the Superman stuff broke the internet. It was number one trending uh, for the entire day um, for the most part. All week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it was the last straw that broke – the camel's back for a lot of people. I think a lot of fans saw this. So anyways, we're kind of diverting a little bit. But anyway, so his agent comes out and makes a statement. Warner Brothers comes out and makes a statement, which is really nothing. It's them saying, we haven't made any decisions on any future Superman movies, but our uh, relationship with Henry Cavill is, is fine, and we respect Henry, and we look forward to working with him in the future. And then that was it. And then we get the reports that Supergirl is going to be, you know, the main thing going forward. It's mm-hmm. going to replace Superman. But it's – and then TH, I mean, TMZ then comes out and says all of this is fake news. You know, Henry Cavill right. does, a little, uh, does a little Instagram post where he's got his Krypton shirt on, and mm-hmm. he's got uh, the little Toy. Superman doll. So what, what do you think of this, Joel? Let's, let's figure this out. You know, Mario said that – He's heard that, uh, and for people who don't know who Mario is, Mario is part of Revenge of the Fans. Uh, he's a good friend of ours. Uh, but he mm-hmm. comes out and says that he's heard that they're sick about it, that Warner Brothers is just sick at this because they want Henry to stay. You know, They're doing everything they can. So what do you think of all mm-hmm. this, Joel? Is this just a huge publicity stunt? Are we getting trolled by both parties, or do you think that there's legit issues going on? I think there is legit issues going on. I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I do think it's one side using the public as a negotiating uh, tactic. It's, it's all a negotiation tactic. And now I don't really know. At first I thought it was the studio that may have been the one to, to leak it. But maybe it was Henry Cavill's side that leaked it, just to prove a point that this is not going to be good if I walk away. If things don't work out, it's, you're going to look really bad. And there's still a lot of people out there that think he's gone. It's not over yet. Yep. It's not official yet. But that's how everybody – look, I can't, I can't tell you how many times people – people that never talked to me about certain things came up to me and talked to me about Superman. Did you hear about Superman? Did you hear about Henry Cavill leaving Superman? He's gone. And, have to, and having to sit there and try to explain it to people that don't want to get it, that don't really – they're not in it. They don't know. So, I, like, trying to explain it, it's almost like talking to a wall. But it's like – it's frustrating because I, I, I could tell you, hey, look, it's still not official. It's in limbo. It's not really – it's not a thing yet. I can't say it looks positive, but it's definitely in limbo at the moment. And that's every, – look, everything we've seen, like everything you just mentioned, it just looks like it's a negotiating tactic. 
It, things went sour the day before, and somebody, which one of the sides, now I'm starting to think it's Cowboy side, leaked the info. And, it, of course, the, the THR, which happens to be, you know, we were saying the other day, this, this Warner Brothers uh, way of reaching out, they're usually the first to get it. Warner Brothers has big news, THR usually has the first for a good reason. And the same thing now uh, with TNG, they're Warner Brothers on TNG, of course, they got their information. It's all this back and forth. At the end of the day, he's still, nothing, there's nothing there because he's not Superman because there's no Superman movie to do. They're not pushing with the Superman movie because they have no contract um, ready for him. So there's nothing, they haven't agreed to anything yet. And I do think Warner Brothers wants to make a Superman movie eventually. The reason Supergirl t- um, um, took the precedent is because there's nothing done with Cavill yet. So they're kind of stuck. And so like, fuck it, we'll move on with Supergirl. We have no, we don't know what's going to go on with Henry and his contract. And Henry doesn't want to move forward without a, you know, more in his contract. It's just a, it's just a very frustrating and exhausting mess. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, Juwan, are you, are you there? I am. Sorry to drop out, guys. Oh, that's okay. So we're talking. So you know, we the main topic of the show is the whole Henry Cavill news. That's pretty much the main thing that that happened last week. And you know, we kind of I covered everything pretty much that led up to, um, you know, the drama, the whole stuff from THR, the stuff with his manager, the stuff he came out and said but didn't really say. Just that little video, the TMZ stuff, the report from Warner Brothers. Um, so. You know, I was uh, asked Joel if he thought this was a publicity stunt or if he thought there were really issues. Uh, so, what, what do you think about all this? I mean, it's man, dude, it's like DC's a circus, man. You're on one well, roller coaster <laughs> ride one day, the next you're dropping and your stomach's wanting to, to you're wanting to throw yeah. up. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: if you're Walter Hamada, the first order of business. Well, the, the one thing you don't want as the new regime is to lose Superman. Like, we right. did it with Batman. It's a, it's the back and forth between both parties, so we get that. Like, everyone gets that. But you lose Super. I mean, the Internet went insane. I mean, you, had DC, you, you <laughs> had DC fans that were like, wait, I think I might hop off. Like, I don't think I want to be a DC fan anymore, <laughs> like a DC movie fan anymore. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was a serious serious mess. Um, so if you're Walter, like, first of all, don't tell me you're giving me a Supergirl movie before I get a, a sequel to Man of Steel. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. I do not want to hear that whatsoever. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't think it was a publicity stunt. Like, publicity stunt would have been, it, it just, it wasn't effective if it was a publicity stunt. Like, it just, it wasn't. It made people who had no faith nope. in Warner Brothers, have less faith, and it made people who were mm-hmm. right on the edge jump completely off. So it didn't do you any good. Um, and if you're Henry's camp, um, it, if that was a publicity stunt by them, it did everything for you. Um, yes, it, it did. did. so much for you that now when you go back to the table to negotiate, Warner Brothers can't say no to anything you ask. Because if the Internet did that on a rumor, when you officially leave, it will explode. It will completely explode. And if you're Warner Brothers, you don't want this in October. Why? Because your Aquaman movie comes out in December. Do you know what the number one question will be on your entire uh, press tour? What do you think about Henry Cavill being gone? And then when Shazam comes, 
What do you think about Henry Cavill being gone? Then when Wonder Woman comes, what do you think about Henry Cavill being gone? No one will care more about your movie than the idea that there is no Superman or Batman in that shared universe at the moment. So you do not want any of those headaches coming close to your releases of your big movies um, that you need to stay afloat. Because if Aquaman isn't good, people are going to go, okay, well, the movie wasn't good. We have no Batman, and we have no Superman. I don't know if I have that much faith going into Shazam. Um, so it's just one of those things, and I'm not saying Aquaman won't be good. I'm just saying, like, these are a lot of things that you don't need mm-hmm. in a world already that critics are very particular on certain superhero movies, especially giving them good ratings. Um, so it's just like you don't need any of that negativity going into it. But I'd say if this was a publicity stunt, it was 100% from Henry Cavill's camp. Um, Joel, we see this all the time in basketball. All the time in basketball. Uh, we, we saw it recently with Lonzo and his dad. Lonzo's dad leaking that Lonzo had an injury, so the Lakers couldn't trade him. So it's just one of those things that we see that in sports all the time. We rarely hear about contract negotiations in Hollywood. Like, rarely. Um, excuse me, because it's something that's so behind closed doors that it rarely gets out uh, regarding to, like, how well negotiations are going. You either hear he signed or he dropped out. It's just it's plain right. as that. Um, so I'm well, just, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, the problem with DC is they can't keep anything under wraps. They're the most leaked studio I have ever seen in my life. And it's, you know, there's just random people on Twitter that think they know everything about the contract negotiations with Henry. And if that's the case, then WB really needs to think about cleaning house because you never hear any of this from Marvel. Marvel keeps their stuff locked down. There may be some uh, leaked images from people that have taken snapshots on, um, you know, on set. But for the most part, it's just one or two images. But it's nothing dramatic. Remember when Wonder Woman was filming in D.C.? Dude, we were getting images every hour. They were about to spoil the entire scene. We knew so much already that uh, Patty Jenkins had to just come out and give our first images of a Chris Pine because some random person with an iPhone was going to spoil it. So she was like, I might as well just go on and show this image. That was the same thing with the Shazam photos. We were getting all kinds of set photos. Dude, I'm telling you, WB really has an issue. You should not have all these random people on Twitter thinking they know the in and outs of Henry's contract. This needs to be between him, his manager, and Warner Brothers. And if somebody was in on the – because apparently the random people on Twitter say that Henry uh, and Warner Brothers met the night before this was leaked. So I guess Monday night. Things did not go right. So somebody in there – went right to THR and, and and leaked this, whether it be Cavill's camp or Warner Brothers. But that stuff needs to be nipped in the bud, man. That stuff needs to be shut down, you know, because this it's just getting out of hand. And I know we're going to get into some other stuff that was talked about, but, dude, you've got people talking about plot summaries for Supergirl that they just hired a writer. Come on, man. Either they're making this stuff up or there's just nothing contained in that studio. So well, that's, what makes that's my it, little rant, but we'll go back to you. No, 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 no. I mean, I completely understand where you're coming from. And what makes it so 
so so much of a headache from DC and Warner Brothers is like if a random guy that has like ten thousand followers on Twitter comes out and says, "Oh, Henry Cavill's negotiations aren't going well." Warner Brothers is so dysfunctional. I sometimes am in, uh, I'm inclined to believe them because I'm like, it sounds like something Warner Brothers would do. Like it sounds like negotiations would go bad with one of their biggest superheroes. It sounds like Supergirl would have the craziest plot. Like these these things aren't something that I hear and I go, nah, that that's not Warner Brothers. Like with Marvel, someone could come out and go, oh, Robert Downey Jr. hates it, doesn't want to be a part of Marvel anymore. And I would go, yeah, you're totally full of crap. They could say Henry Cavill is tired and doesn't want to be part of Warner Brothers in D.C. anymore, and I would go, yeah, I could believe it. I, I could definitely believe it. So it's one of those things where it's like the track record has never been good enough to where it's like you could hear, like, little things and go, nah, that's, that's not real. Like, I, I'm inclined to sometimes, like, be like, you know what, let me let me call up Canon or Joel and see if, like, there's any validity to this because it sounds like there could be. So it's just one of those things where it's like they – I think sometimes it's a good and a bad that stuff gets out. Like, if there's set photos, it's good because if they're good set photos, people are going crazy, they're excited. Um, but if it's something that's stupid, the Internet's just going to flood with DC hate. Um, so it's mm-hmm. like Warner Brothers painted themselves in the corners where it's like good and bad is just always bad. <laughs> it's never consistent good. The good flips down. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, Matt Reeves came out and was like, oh, we should have a script done soon. And it's like, all right, well, I wouldn't be excited about that, but I don't know who my Batman well, is. So it's like. <laughs> apparently the script's in, so that's a good thing. Oh, okay. So it's turned in, you said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the first draft, but we all know, yeah, the first draft, Umberto said the first draft was turned in, but we know that that studios rarely go with the first draft. I mean, we're probably going to get, you know, some some script changes and stuff like that. But right now, you know, everybody's just clamoring to everything that, you know, they're just like, oh, my gosh, we can, you know, for the Batman especially. But there, there's no telling. Once they start getting some casting and stuff like that going, then I think it's going to be okay to uh, to jump on that. Um, but we, we know that usually the first draft isn't, you know, what they stick with. Yeah, no, right. well, it makes sense because we're early out. We don't even have a, a, a date, like, as far as a year that this movie is even supposed to come out. So it makes sense that a first draft is done and it gives it time that if the studios doesn't like it, they go back and rework it. So that I completely understand that. Like, I don't get excited from the idea that the first script was turned in. I'd be more excited if I knew 100% who my Batman was. That's all I'm focused on right now. That's it. That's all I want to hear. But the fact that Warner Brothers does not have an official date for a solo Batman film and a sequel to, to Superman, but we're getting Elseworlds, we're getting Shazams, we're getting um, possibly, uh, if you listen to What's-His-Name, Sounds like we're still getting possibly cyborgs. So, so there's so much that they're doing, and I'm just like, wait, this world is centered around Batman and Superman. Those should always be your priority. Like Wonder Woman has a sequel before Superman. Wonder Woman has a sequel yep. before Batman even has a solo. Like these are things that are not good <laughs> for a universe that is built around Batman and Superman. So I just how did that happen? I don't know how that happened. How did that, how did I that happen? Uh, let's get into let's get into more Batman. Uh, it got out from an interview with uh, John Hamm, uh, saying that uh, he would love to be Batman. He's a fan of comic books. 
uh, the stories. Um, so he came out and just flat out said he hasn't been approached uh, by Warner Brothers for the role of Batman. Um, and that doesn't shock me. That does not shock me, and not for any negative reasons. That doesn't shock me because I truly do believe Matt Reeves wants a younger Batman. And I think it's a stupid idea. I think it's a horrible idea. You have someone in John Hamm who seems, and unless this whole Warner Brothers family is just super dysfunctional, seems like he would be a perfect fill-in for Ben. You do not have to drastically change the character that's already been built. And John Hamm is the kind of guy who would love to be Batman for multiple years. Multiple years. And he doesn't have anything crazy going on in his life that we know of. So it's like John Hamm is the perfect guy. The build is similar. The height is somewhat similar. The look. The, you can still do the, 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 the grittiness of Batman with, with John Hamm. He's just a perfect fill-in. And for some reason, Warner Brothers is just like, I think when he says he hasn't been approached yet, it's mainly because they haven't even started anything besides the script as far as, like, making this Batman movie. So that I'm not freaking out about. I, I understand that. But I truly believe the reason he hasn't gotten a phone call is because Matt Reeves is, is figuring out younger actors for this Batman trilogy that he that he thinks he's still going to be making. I'm going to start a petition to get this guy off, by the way. Uh, but, Joel, um, I'll go to you as our resident Batman um, lover. Um, what are your thoughts on John Hamm saying he has not been approached about uh, possibly taking on the uh, the cow? Well, um, I'm not surprised either, mainly because um, this is not new. <laughs> this was a couple months ago. It was the same thing. <laughs> they never approached him. Um, look, he was a guy that was on my list when they originally were casting, like back from BBS days. Uh, he was on the list then. He was one of the contenders then. Um, and it was I remember at one point it was either him or um, uh, Josh Boland. They were like one of the top candidates. And I definitely was all uh, not feeling Josh Boland at the time. Um, so I was like, I, did, I just couldn't see. I did, I, he just looked too old, Josh Boland, for me. So I was like, definitely leaning towards, um, what's his name? Um, the one we've been arguing about. What's his name? Name, name. For who? Who's currently who we're talking about? I can't remember his name at the moment. John Ham. John Ham. Thank you. <laughs> um, he, I could not remember his name for the life of me. Um, John Ham. Yeah, him. He was my choice then. He's not my choice now, but not because I don't think he can do it. I do want a younger Batman. I do. Uh, John Ham's older than Ben Affleck. I don't want this issue again in a couple of years. Let's go a little bit younger. Let's let's not do that. Let's not do that to ourselves. I don't mind him. I like him. I wouldn't say no, and I wouldn't be upset if he were offered and got the role. But I'm not going to petition to lose the director because John Hamm not, you know, not going to be Batman. It's not that serious. There are other actors that could be Batman. Batman is very. There's a lot of actors that can pull it off. I'm not going to stick to just one. I love, I love John Hamm for the role. If he got it, cool. But if not, you know, other guys, man. It's just how it is. It's Yeah, I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying, but what I'm saying is it doesn't – the issue that we're facing with Ben isn't age. It's just Ben won't commit for whatever reasons, whether it's personal, whether it's Warner Brothers just being a constant nag. Um, we have no idea why specifically Ben is having so many issues. 
The idea of John Hamm being older than Ben, I'm fine with because they've already established that we have an older Batman. So, I mean, Batman's not going to be around for what? We're not talking 12 years here. I assume about 12 to 15, maybe 20 years from now, the whole universe will be rebooted. Um, so, I mean, John Hamm seems like he would commit to being Batman for however many times they need him. I mean, if we think about it, his uh, the trilogy, so that's three movies, and then whenever they decide to make Justice League 2, those are like the only movies I assume would be the, the appearances we would see Batman in. Um, or whatever that Harley Quinn spinoff is uh, with Joker, maybe in that also. Um, I feel as though John Hamm would completely commit to that. I don't think he would have any issues. Um, I think this thing with Ben isn't really – I think it's more personal than anything else um, with everything that's going on in his life. I get what you're saying, to, to do a younger Batman. I'm. It's just, to me, that already gave us an older Batman. So if you're now telling me that in this trilogy and then going forward it's a younger Batman, I just won't be able to get that out of my head. I won't be able to get that out of my head. And that's that's a me problem. That's not an anyone else problem. That's a me problem. It definitely um, is. I feel back to you is, now going forward. It is weird, though. I mean, it'd be the equivalent to where it's like if Tom Holland was like, you know what, I don't want to do these Spider-Man movies anymore. And then in Spider-Man 3 and then Avengers 6 or whatever – it's like an older Spider-Man. It's like, all right, well, like, hold on a second. Like, I get it. You didn't want to do it, so you had to replace him. But, like, do you go differently from the age that he was already, the character was already at? Like, I, to me, it's well, just... See, the I, problem is, just like you were arguing earlier, they're not going to connect as much anymore. It's going to be rare. So the next time we see Batman together with them, this dude will probably be near 40. <laughs> like, well, that's the problem. Like, this, if the next time they ever connect, if they connect again with the DC characters, he won't be young anymore. He'll be near his 40s. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's not my issue. My issue is small connective tissue, like how Shazam pulled out the drawer and it had, like, all the Batman and Superman stuff in it from the, the, the current movie universe. Like, if this uh-huh. Batman... And, and these three movies have no connection whatsoever, even soft, small connections. They don't have any connections whatsoever. I'll, I'll completely ease into that a lot a lot better because I, I do get what you're saying. We probably won't get a Justice League 2 for, like, almost probably another decade or so. So I get that. But I'm saying if, like, Bruce is in a Batcave and he's watching video of, like, Superman saving the day somewhere and is, like, smiling, I'm like, all right, well, I hate that. So if there's no connective tissue whatsoever in this trilogy, I'm fine. Do whatever story you want, Matt Reeves. I don't care. But if there is a connection, it's it's gonna bother me a little bit. Um, but, but if it's a prequel, it shouldn't matter. No, if it's a prequel, if all three of them are prequels, it doesn't matter. It does not matter whatsoever because you can have this I'm, young guy. You can have this young guy, and then whenever you do Justice League Two, you could have. Maybe Ben comes back, or you have John Hand. You can well, have someone come back. That's why over. I think he's casting younger because it's a prequel. I don't think he's casting younger because he doesn't want. It. I don't think it's going to be modern day during his younger days. Which is to me, which is fine. Which is fine. I'd love to hear this, like from Matt Reeves for once. But whatever. That's I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. No connective tissue whatsoever, and it's purely so about Batman. And Batman only. Purely on the idea that he's making a modern day Batman without, but without an. One that's the same age or similar age to Ben Affleck. That's what you're saying. 
Yeah, only because that's been what the character has been established as. I mean, it's an older Batman. So it's like if like let's say if they announced that we'd have that we're gonna have a Justice League. Which was a bad idea from the beginning. I, that's just my that opinion. that I agree with. But it's how we got Ben as Batman in one of the more accurate uh interpretations of Batman and Bruce. So it's like it's it's a win and lose kind of thing. But it's like let's say if Warner Brothers does something insane like says, All right, we're gonna do Justice League two in twenty twenty three and we get the Batman solo in twenty twenty one. It's like, all right, well, how are you going to then separate the two? I mean, I guess, like you said, you can just say they're they're prequels uh, to, to where Batman is now. Like, this is his story from mm-hmm. before. But then the audience is going to see that young Batman in theaters in 2021 and then 2023. Well, it's how young. It's like it's We're an talking about early 20s young? That's ridiculous. I'm talking, when I say young, I mean late 20s, early 30s. I'm not talking about no, get. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I get what you're saying. It's all just... All, everything we're doing now is speculation because Matt Reeves has said nothing. There's been yeah. no indication no, no, I'm on exactly what this Batman is supposed so to be. So we can end this and get to Kanan's point. You want John Hamm. You don't want anyone else. I want anybody else. I don't care who. And now Kanan can go. <laughs> <laughs> that is not accurate, but that is accurate. Um, Kanan, what are your thoughts on John Hamm saying he has not been approached by Warner Brothers? I mean, I, I I believe him when he says he hasn't been approached by Warner Brothers because I don't think he has. I don't think if they're going younger, I don't think that they would necessarily go with someone like John Hamm. But I think John Hamm would be great as Batman, especially if they were to do, um, you know, an Elseworld type film, or if they just want to replace uh, Ben, if they want to replace Ben as you know, right. and keep someone around that age. I think he has the height. I think he has the build. I mean, I think he would be. I think he would be great. He's always been one of my uh, fan casts for Batman, and honestly, I even I thought he would uh, pull off a really good, rugged Kingdom Come Superman. Uh, he's just oh. he's got that stature to really to really play both. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I, honestly, you've got people that are reading too much into where Warner Brothers is wanting to go with their movies, and Matt Reeves films if they're part of the the dc um eu then telling a, a story from the beginning for batman isn't so bad that leaves the room uh leaves the door open for ben to come back in, in a role later on uh down the line but if they're wanting to because i saw some people on twitter saying that this supergirl movie is going to nix the man of steel canon and all this other stuff and i'm just thinking okay so then why are you? Why'd you make an emphasis to cram all this uh, Man of Steel um, stuff and the the Superman logo from Man of Steel and all that in the Shazam movie? You know why are you? Why don't you just? Why would Justice League? Did you not just go and say, hey, from here on out, we're just going to use the classic Superman logo until we figure something out? I mean, it's I don't get where people get these theories, man. They just like to spread shit on Twitter and stuff like that, but. Um, I think there's, like I said, I think there's room for both of them uh, to be in there. And I, like I said, I would love for John Hamm uh, to still play Batman someday. I just don't think it's going to be in this, uh, you know, in this universe. Jawan? Uh, did we lose Jawan? Well, we might have. Now we don't have no re- <laughs> Now we don't have no reaction to. 
to what I said. But what, what do you what do you think about what do you think about that? I mean, uh, Joel, I mean, that's something like you. Yeah. Did you did you did you hear what I said? Yeah. No, I heard what you said. I heard what you said. But go ahead, finish asking Joel. I just wanted you guys to know I was back on. Sorry. Um, no, I just was waiting to see what you know what y'all thoughts were on on what I said. You know, do you do you think d- the DC should um, should just you know focus on movies going forward, or do you want them to still have the universe building? I mean, would you like to see John Hamm come in and play Batman, um, or would you know an Elseworld Batman? I mean, how would you like to see him eventually make it into the universe? Because it sounds like He's interested, so I think he would love to be in there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there's plenty of roles the guy could play. I mean, Two Face was something that I always thought would be interesting. His Two Face versus Ben Ben Batman. Um, but I want to make this super clear. There's only one man I want to be Batman. That's Ben. Um, but John Hamm is not a bad replacement whatsoever. Um, I, ben and John. He's gonna be upset me, either or um, whoever is not one of those two. No, I'm not yeah. going to be upset. Listen, the reason I know I'm not so going to be upset, the reason I know I'm not going to be upset is because Ben Affleck was never a guy I would have thought as as Bruce Wayne or Batman. I like when they announced it, I was just like, all right, well, I got to see where they're going with this. Like, why Ben Affleck? So I'm not one of those guys who's like, I knew Ben Affleck always would have been a great Batman. That's lying. So I can't say I would hate anyone that's not those two because I never expected Ben Affleck. So I, I. I'm open to it. I'm just saying, if I could have my way, it'd be either one of those two. But obviously, I can't. But as far as the shared yeah. universe, um, Warner Brothers should have thrown a shared universe away after Justice League bombed. Like, just don't do a shared universe. Just do movies. Just do movies. Um, we already know that the world connects. We already know that because we've had two movies showing us that. Just do solo movies, and then if you want at some point, you can have them come together for something. Um, but you don't have to, like, the Shazam little thing, like in the Shazam trailers, the little things, the things uh, of showing the audience that it's connected to the, the, the shared universe. Like, you don't even need any of those anymore. You, you just don't. You don't. We get it. <laughs> we Trust me, we get it. We get that all these characters are in the same universe. Um, the audience just see movies as movies. Like, I don't want them to go, oh, man, is this in the same universe as Justice League? I hated Justice League. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to – don't do any of that. Don't connect it. Don't lash it on to something. Just make movies. Simple. That's why Elseworld is so perfect for them right now because it's like if it does good, great. If it does bad, whatever. <laughs> so it's like just do movies, and then if mm-hmm. you want – five, ten years from now, revisit the idea of a Justice League 2, you have all the, the, the room for possibilities that you want because the audience already knows it's connected. We don't need it constantly in our face. Um, I mean, that's even something Kevin Feige has talked about, and that's the king of shared universe. He was like, we want to kind of get out of the idea of having everything have to connect to, to the last thing. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people ask me, like, hey, do I have to see the other movies to see Infinity War? It'd be nice, but no, not really. Like, no. Um, so, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like you don't have to connect every single thing. Just make really good movies. Uh, but, Joel, what are your thoughts? 
No, I don't disagree with any of that. That's how I feel. Like, I, I, I personally love seeing the connected universe. I always have. It's, all, it's the only thing I've ever wanted to see in the movies. Like, and that's why the way Marvel has done it. Marvel's done such a good job of connecting everything that they've made us feel like nobody else can do it. And no one else has. Not that well. You know what I mean? Um, and so I really want that for DC. I really, really do. It's something I would love to see done well. And the problem is we haven't seen it done well, and we have no faith in them to do it well because they haven't given us the faith, you know, to feel that way. I do want to see them connect for long term so we could get them back, so we could have another movie where they join forces again. But it, it should be earned. It shouldn't be something they just force upon you. It should be something that they lead up to eventually, and not everything has to connect. That's how comic books are. You can read a whole bunch of comics, and you never hear about the other superheroes. And then eventually, you read the Justice book, and they're together. That just happens. That's how it is. Um, and and like, not, nothing has to be that big either. It can be little things, little things that eventually touch, and you eventually get to it. Like Batman can be his own thing, Superman his own thing, blah, 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 blah. I'm cool with that. I would love that. Nothing more than that. Elseworld stories also, I'm also down for Elseworld stories. Uh, like you said, it should work wonders because they're just one-offs. So if it's bad, it's, who cares? And if it's good, great. Um, you can't really lose on those movies except money. But, you know, as long as you're not spending too much money, it shouldn't be too bad, right? Um, but that's just how I feel about it. Like uh, John Hamm, again, if we come going back to John Hamm, I like John Hamm. I don't want anyone to think I don't like John Hamm. I just, he's just not – it's not a be-all, end-all for me. That's all. Yeah. No, I completely respect and understand where you're coming from. Like I said, it's just – it's one of those things where it's like if, if you're looking for a smooth transition from Ben – but you want that Batman to still be around that same uh, age um, that Ben is, and like to still mm-hmm. fit in that role. That's like in, that's a perfect transition. Go right into John Hamm. Uh, the build isn't drastically different. Uh, he's as an actor, you're not losing on on like cashier or anything. John Hamm is a really good actor, um, and I think he could pull off everything that Ben did. I don't necessarily think as well, but I I think it would. It wouldn't really miss a step. You wouldn't miss a step is what I'm trying to say. I think, in my mind, that's a seamless transition uh, between the two. But, like you said, the – go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I think if it was just as simple as replacing Ben, I think he would have been the choice. I think he would be our Batman right now if it was that simple. But I don't think it's that simple. And I think that's why I he's think not there. And it hasn't been contacted. I think it's not that simple because we still don't <laughs> know what Ben's doing. Like, <laughs> he hasn't officially left yet. Um, because you can't well, forget he still has an obligation for one more movie. So it's like he's well, not officially gone yet. Yeah, we'll see well, about I that think, one more movie. I, <laughs> yeah, true. I think, well, technically, technically they say Cavill has one more appearance, but if they don't get anything yeah. in agreement, they may just write it off, and, and you know, we're never going to see that appearance. But, right. I mean, the way – Yeah, yeah well, the way the I look at it with uh, – well, the way I mean, Not, as far as the way I look at it with Ben, I think Ben would have been committed to doing more roles. I think the pressure of it just got to him. I think he just got tired of constantly being hounded, and I think that there were some stuff going out there that said that he was going to be able to do a movie and then do his own movie and then do another one. But I think they were just like, hey, we want you just to play Batman. We want to keep doing this, and we want you to get started on your Batman, and we want you to do Justice League. And I think he was thinking, whoa, man, I, you know, I don't mind playing Batman, but, you know, I want to be able to do my own things, too. I don't want to just be committed to just doing this one role. 
Um, well, and, you know, which should be say, fine because Robert Downey Jr. is not just committed to playing Iron Man. I mean, he's out here doing other roles as well. So I think Ben just – I just think he got burnt out. I think there's a lot of other stuff going on with his personal life as well. And, I mean, honestly, I want to see him come back, but I think it's just going to have to be the right alignment of the moon and stars for him to come back because I honestly just don't see it. Well, I mean, that's I mean, like based on everything that's going open. on. The doors to open. Yeah. I mean, they looked at Ben and tried to make Ben Robert Downey Jr. Like Robert Downey Jr. lives and breathes being Iron Man. Like he has, as long as the money's right, he has no issue being Iron Man every day of the week. Ben signed on and was like, "All right, cool, BVS, let's do it." And then they were like, "All right, Suicide Squad," and he's like, oh, "Okay." And then Justice League, and he was like, "All right, wait, what's going on?" And then he's solo. It's like, "All right, listen, hold on." I just became Batman. Now in the course of six, seven, eight years, you want me to be Batman over the course of the six to seven, eight years, almost yearly? It's like, listen, you guys got it. You guys got to relax a little bit. <laughs> like you have to relax a little bit. Um, and it just, it just was like you were saying. It was like, all right, this is a little too much. I was kind of thinking it was like, here is a Batman. Dot 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 dot. There is a Batman. Dot 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 dot. There is another Batman. Not just like. We're going to put you in it as much as possible. Um, and it didn't uh, help I, that they – go ahead. I'm sorry, Joel. No, I, I think what happened was his plans with Zack Snyder were a little different. Zack Snyder, from what we heard, had a five-movie plan, and I think at the end of it he was going to kill him. <laughs> it just seems right. that way. That's why he cast yeah. him so damn old. And I'm like, yeah, and I never – like now I really don't like that plan. I love the idea <laughs> of Zack. Like, like, I was like, really, like, where was he going with that? It just – Holy shit! And then that's why the plans completely changed when there was more. They wanted more Batman for the future, and Ben was like, "Well, I didn't sign on for that many movies." And right. That's exactly. where the whole shit happened. Yeah, that, and that it, it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help that Warner Brothers understands that Batman is their biggest cash cow. So then, right mm-hmm. after the good response of Ben as Batman, they were just like. All right, well, how can we make a Harley Quinn Joker spinoff that might have Batman in it? How can we make a Slade spinoff that might have Batman in it? A Batgirl that might have Batman? It's just like, all right, I don't think you guys really sat down with Ben and had a conversation before you started this new world uh, building. Because I'm pretty sure Ben was like, I'm pretty sure Ben was like, I loved how Zach was going to do a five arc and then kill me, and then I could be done. (laughs) <laughs> and Warner Brothers was like, no, 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 no. We like money. We're going to hang on to you forever. And yeah. he was like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't want Who's that. Bright idea? <laughs> Whose bright idea was it to kill off Batman? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that was insane. But I'm pretty sure Ben saying yes to the role was yeah. was contingent on the idea of being gone yeah. within those, those five years. And Warner Brothers right. was just like, yeah, no, we're scrapping that we actually want you forever. Um, and <laughs> yeah, didn't right. sign on for that. <laughs> like, like, they, like I said, they wanted him to be the ambassador for DC, like Robert is yeah. for Marvel. And Ben's just exactly, like, I'm yeah. not that kind of guy. Like, Robert's not no, out here. But Henry would be that guy. So Henry absolutely <laughs> would be that guy. But you have to pay him. Like, they paid Robert Downey Jr. insane money to be in, like, five scenes of Homecoming. So it's like, yep. pay Henry Cavill, man. <laughs> But whatever, that's their mistake to make, whatever. Uh, let's move on to more successful DC news, uh, possibly. 
And let's talk about the idea, Kanan, I want you to kind of take the lead on this, the idea that we could be getting a Batgirl series for the DC app, the DC streaming app. Yeah, I mean, something something was reported via uh, Fandom Wire. I, I've never heard of them before. In fact, when I saw it was Fandom, I was like, you know, I thought it was the group that uh, purchased uh, Screen Junkies. But then I got to look at it, and it was a fan site. But, you know, I'm not going to discredit uh, a fan site for running with exclusives since there's lots of uh, Twitter pages that put exclusive on everything, even though it's not. Um, right. But... You know, of course, there's a lot of people that um, – one of the guys on there, you know, he's going to – you know, he emailed uh, the D.C. rep um, to to verify it, which, I mean, we could have. But, I mean, if it's going to be a series, that's fine. I mean, I'd, I'm not going to go out of my way to debunk this because I think it would be pretty cool. Uh, but then, you know, you got people that are saying, why would they make a, a Supergirl movie – um, if they're going to make a Supergirl TV series, I'm thinking, uh, well, they've got a Supergirl series and they're going to make a Supergirl movie, and they've got Superman in CW and they got Superman in the movies. I'm like, why would you? Why would you not? I mean, you can tell two different stories. You can have one in the movie version. You can have one in the streaming service. So, you know, if this isn't something that they're uh, planning to do right now. It's, I think it's something that could be um, in active development. I don't think Batwoman would have um, anything uh, to do with that either because Batwoman and Batgirl are different. Um, so you have different stories there as well. Um, I think this would be good. I mean, the more original content that the DC app can provide, I mean, that's just better for the people that have subscribed to it. And I would like to see more uh, shows like that. I mean, you can... Uh, do the entire Bat family. You know, we could get uh, a Jason Todd series with uh, the guy that's playing Jason Todd on Titans. He could get a spinoff where we actually see him become Red Hood. I mean, the sky's the limit. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. If it is, if not, then, I mean, that's not to say that this won't happen down the road. Yeah, I mean, listen, you had me sold when you said uh, <clears throat> uh, we could get the whole Bat family. Like, I was sold as soon as you said that. Yeah. Like, yeah, give me... Give me as much Batman and Bat Family as we possibly can get, um, but it, it just it's it infuriated me because it's just like all right. So if we get Batgirl there, it's just like so far I kind of feel like what they've done with the CW. Those shows are great. Um, I won't say minus one, Joel. So don't worry. Um, all their shows are great. Better, better not. Um, <laughs> their cartoons are great. Their comics are really good, as Joel tells me. I haven't read them in a while. Um, it's just like everything else works perfectly for them, except movies. So it's like originally Batgirl was supposed to be a movie. So if you're telling me you're making it more contained in a series, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, and since it's on a streaming service, we don't really have to worry about these shows being super sappy like they're forced to be on the CW. Um, like, they can just be their own thing. Like, if Batgirl's looking to be sappy, it can. If it's looking to be dark, it can. Whatever it's looking to be, it does not have to be one specific thing to cater to a station. Like, it can be its own thing completely. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm curious of, do we get a young Batgirl, or do we get a semi-older uh, one that's leading into becoming the Oracle at some point? Like, there's just so much you could do with the Bat family and the characters. Canon, you just made a great point. The kid that's playing Jason Todd on um, the Titan show, 
you absolutely could spin off and give this kid his own show. From the little clip that we got, he looks hilarious, and he looks awesome as Jason Todd. I would love to see him get his own series, and then by, like, the end of season two or season three, whatever, you have it be the death of Jason Todd. Uh, and then we see yeah. the whole resurrection and then the birth of, of Red Hood. And then if we're in Titans season three by then, we see Red Hood versus versus Nightwing down the road. Like, there's just so many freaking possibilities with these great characters that they've introduced so far. Um, and Batgirl only furthers the mm-hmm. idea of that. Um, because in the clip, it looks like Dick Grayson was shocked that there was another Robin. So how shocked would he be if there was a Batgirl? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's so much fun, the, the setup that they have, that they could use. It's just all the matter of, will they and will Batgirl actually happen? Um, excuse me. But well, Joelle, let, me, let me say something. Well, oh, one thing before we go to Joel, let, let me, yeah, that's okay. Before we go to Joel real quick, you know, I think, I think CW, I mean, not CW, but I think the I think DC really needs to try out some of these uh, characters on a show like um, Supergirl, you know, like they did. Like took Supergirl, they put her on a TV show, and it, you know, it, the first season did did well, but it wasn't, it didn't do well enough for CBS to even want to keep it. They were like, we can't afford this budget, so it goes to CW. And honestly, Supergirl has like the ratings have tanked every year that it's been on CW, like it's gone down and down and down, and now they've moved it to Sunday night. So, you know, we've got all these reports that Warner Brothers wants to throw the, all their eggs in a basket on Supergirl being the the go-to movie in place of Man of Steel. Man of Steel did great numbers, uh, and it's one of the best-selling Blu-ray DVDs uh, of all time. But if it, if Supergirl doesn't have that fan base to keep it high in the ratings on CW, I mean, what honestly would drive it, you know, to the theaters? I mean, Wonder Woman was different because Gal was like the first woman superhero movie. But, I mean, they did a Supergirl movie in the 70s. I mean, I'm just saying, where is, you know, they need to test these uh, waters. And I think a TV series would be great to, you know, if the show does really great for Batgirl, then like, oh my God, okay, let's get a movie. Let's get a movie going on it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It, it, my only issue with that is, is like the feel that I get from from Titans, just from the photos that we saw, um, the feel that I get from that. I don't know if I would. I mean, Arrow would be the only thing that I could see it blend with, but it kind of feels like it's even grittier than Arrow because it has the freedom to be. So like, I don't ever yeah. want you to bring one to the other that then dilutes one to benefit the other. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want, like, yeah. I don't want you to drop this Dick Grayson in Arrow, but you have to dilute it because it's now on a major network. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you do it that way, I'd rather, like, let's say if CW's like, man, all these shows are kind of on their last legs. We don't know if we want to renew, the, you know, renew the contracts for, for these series. And all these series go to the streaming app then I'd be completely fine with it because it has freedom to be whatever it wants to be. It doesn't have any restrictions on it. But I don't want you to then, like, if, if Dick Grayson is super gritty, if he went to Arrow, he couldn't be as gritty as he might have been on the on the streaming app because, like, there's restrictions <laughs> with the CW. So, like, I don't want you to dilute either or to then benefit uh, the other. I'd rather it all be on one spot, which is a streaming app, 
Um, and then you give it freedom to just be so much more than what it is. Like, I think Supergirl would do better under better management and better writing. And I think just making the show a little bit edgier, like make it a little edgier instead of just like the, the power of positivity. It's just like, it, it's whatever. Anyway, uh, Joel, what are your thoughts on the possibility of a Batgirl series uh, on a DC streaming service? Sketchy. Like, I'm not, the the last time Fandom Wire reported something that I remember, it was the casting of the voice of Spider-Man, and that didn't turn out to be true, because a couple of months later, we got the actual voice of the Spider-Man. So, I'm not sure if they're right about this, but who knows these days, you never know, anybody can be right once in a while. Um, so, I won't completely dispute it. Um, I'm not going to say I'm jumping for joy at the idea of a Batgirl series on, on, the, on the streaming app. Um it happens, cool. Uh, there's enough there's enough Batman characters in that world already between Dick Grayson uh, as Robin and the future Nightwing and, and Jason Todd, the currently alive Robin, um, and whatever they can do with the Bat family. Like, building the Bat family from within the, that, the DC streaming app, this sounds really cool, and if they want to do it, add to it with Batgirl, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But at some point, you're going to you're gonna have to bend and give me Batman at some point. You, now you're just fucking with us. You're giving a whole bunch of the Bat family, no Batman. You're, now you're just messing with me at this point. So stop. <laughs> you got to stop doing that. You can't do that. You can't, be, you can't be like, here's a little bit of everybody except the main character. And then that's just like, why would you do that? Like, why would you? There's so many other characters, other female characters that can get some love. Why do they have to be connected to one of the major characters? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because they're a major character. The brand is spelled itself. Superman, those logos sell themselves. So that's why they're 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 relying on the female versions of these characters. Because now now you just use the logo plus the the female empowerment of the current day, put it together, and they expect you know to shit gold, which you know for right. them we'll see, you know. But I, it doesn't always work out that way because at the end of the day, Supergirl, Supergirl, she's not Superman. Batgirl is not is Batgirl. She's not Batman. Um, you can put her, their logos on them, but they are different characters. Um, as long as the company understands that and treats them as so, uh, they'll be okay. But we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, we don't need Batgirl. Like, we're already starting the Bat family. We can kind of pump the brakes a little bit, let Titans be its own thing, see how that goes, and kind of move forward from there. Um, but, I mean, the way this DC streaming service uh, is, is set up and these shows look to be set up, uh, we got a lot more. Uh, we got to look at Doom Patrol and all the characters and that. That looks like it's possibly going to be sick. Um I would kind of like now. Now that I've seen what the streaming service is going to be doing with like the style of these shows, kind of the edginess of it, I kind of feel like Ruby Rose's Batwoman would fit so much better there. But I don't know if it would make the most sense because it's like, all right, we kind of have the idea of like there. Jeff Johns was saying like Dick Grayson is trying to work out of the shadow of Batman, so we don't really really need to see him all that much because he's trying to separate himself from. Him. But Batwoman I think Ruby Rose's I think Ruby yeah. Rose's Batwoman would be I think Ruby Rose's Batwoman would be perfect for Titans. Uh because I agree. She because dude, I mean, we saw her in John Wick. I mean, she didn't talk and when she was in those scenes, I mean, she was great and she didn't even speak. I think her character would just be better suited for a darker toned uh universe. Um, and I think introducing her on a season of Titans or even I just I just don't think she's I don't think CW is going to do her 
the justice we think. I think she really needs to be on something where she can get away with, uh, you know, with more. And they just they can't do that on um, on the CW. I think they definitely yeah. need to look at moving uh, some of those characters to the DC streaming app. So I'm really excited for her. Um, I, I think she's going to be good there. But yes, that that's my whole point. I just think she'd be better. Uh, I think her character would be better suited for the CW. I mean, for the DC app. Batgirl might be more suited for Arrow, the right. CW, stuff I agree like that. With that. I agree with that, mainly because if you look at the history of the female characters in the CW universe since they started, think about every character that was introduced super violently, how diluted mm-hmm. they've become since that first moment. Every single one of them has been diluted to, like, a softer version of how they started. And I get that, you know, it's the progression of the character or whatever, but Batwoman can't ever be diluted. Like, she is super, let me not say super, but she's very, not gritty, but she's hardcore about how she goes about things. So it's like, I don't ever want to see a softer approach from her character two, three seasons down the line. Like, I, I, I want the consistency uh, to what the comic accurate version of that character is, and I'm not sure the CW will commit to that. I'm pretty sure, like I've seen, correct me if I'm wrong, Joel and Ken, but haven't I seen Batwoman with guns in the comics? Yeah, she's she's yeah. pretty violent. Like I think she goes to the she goes to the more extreme, and I think that's what uh, I think that's what catches the eye of Batman uh, in the comics is like she was like a fan. And then she goes to the extreme, and she, you know, she pushes the boundaries. She's almost—I don't think she was as violent as say uh, Jean Paul Valley's uh, Azrael was, but I think she was—I think she was pretty close. Like she, she was didn't pretty have the close. Same... And yeah, I, I see them. I, what I see them doing is her being like super violent, and Oliver being her version of Batman. Um, but what I don't want is like it seems like because remember Sarah was super violent. She is now not. She's now faced her demons or whatever, and she's not that super crazy violent chick anymore. Uh, Black Canary, she's not that super violent crazy chick anymore. Say it again, Joe. I'm sorry. I thought she's still an assassin. I mean, that's what they portray her as. Well, no. In in the show, she's not like she's not an assassin in in the sense of like she's going off doing hits. Like she doesn't really kill the the villains a hundred percent of the time. Like when they stop. Well, that show's lighter though. Right, no, that shows much much lighter than what we've gotten. Right, but her character shouldn't be from what they they created her as. So I'm saying, if that woman starts off super violent, I then don't want you to then water her down to make it so it's like, all right, she's right. not going to be super aggressive anymore. She's going to be like, whatever. I'll just make sure, like you know, he gets locked up I, or whatever. I, I like, got, no, I want to consider. Here, here's my opinion. Um, I don't care. I don't care. Just give me something. I have to see what they got to give me first. Then I'll make my decisions if she's going to change later here and there. I haven't seen her in the show yet. Consistency in the show is one thing. The show is going to be different than the comic book. We don't know how different she's going to be. Once she's in the show, then we could, I can complain if it's not the same as it was before. As long as there's an evolution to it, it really won't make, you know, make a difference. As long as character progression in the show. But it's different. It's a different medium, so you got to take things differently. Yes, CW is not going to ever be as violent as they go on Netflix or how they're going to eventually be on the DC streaming app. Different area. Very true. She probably fits there, but she's not. She's going to CW. You're just going to have to live with that at that point. She's there. She's going to yeah. be there. 
So, yeah, I mean, no, you I, need to I, complain I, about it before we see her, but that's just what's going to happen. She's going to be what no, she's going to be. No, and I get that. But I was speaking more to the point that Kanan made, that that's not the best character to put on the CW. Batgirl would have been better to bring into the CW. Bat, that woman is just like, just the way that character is, is just you're never really going to scratch the surface of, of trying to be that. Because if you look at the history of women in the CW Arrowverse, they've never been overly violent. Like, none of them have. And if they were, they've completely diluted that character from what it used to be. So it's like that woman to me was just like, it was weird that they were doing it uh, when I first heard of it. It was just like, I, can you really go to the extremes of that woman in this universe? Well, it depends. This she's basis? still a good guy. That's the thing with Batwoman. Like, she's not a... She is what she is, but I don't think at the end of the day she's a murderer. Uh, you know what I mean? Like she's not no, the punisher. She's not. No. You no, know what I mean? Not, That's what I mean. Like the grittiness of it, can you scratch that? Because they haven't really done that with their female characters. This would be a first. I mean, like, like the Huntress was a bad. Like she, she's bad in the in the CW universe because she was. But such she a wasn't killer. a good they, guy. They don't even, I'm saying. That's what I mean. She was, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, how gritty are you? Talk, like, how how are you pushing it without killing people? Like, what do you mean? I don't get. I don't get it. I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to say. Like, it's not. You could be. You could be super gritty <laughs> without without killing your 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 villains. You could be super gritty. Like, I mean, all well, then I'm what are you, is, what are you complaining about then? That's what I don't I don't get it. What I'm saying is is with their female characters, they don't allow them to fully be that, especially their heroes. Like, with the guys, like Oliver, they'll have him be as violent as he needs to be. Diggle the same. But with their women, they don't ever let the women, like, go to that level is what I'm saying. That's what I'm complaining about. I don't, it's not the, I don't disagree. Not I, don't, I don't agree with it. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. All right. Well, we'll see. But all I the think, women that I he's think, had so yeah, far I think, aren't. I think, what, I, think what we're, I think what we're trying to say, what Juwan's trying to say is that on the DC app, you're going to be aimed more towards, uh, comic fans, so you can be more true to the character. Whereas, you know, CW, they're they're gonna they're gonna have to vanilla it up a little bit because they're you know there's other people that watch the show that aren't necessarily comic book fans. So I get that. you can go more into the backstory. You can get away with a little bit more. You know, you can't be. There's probably only so much violence they can show in that time slot. And I mean, I'm not saying Arrow's not violent, but I mean they're not like going to the links that we saw in the trailer for Titans. So, I mean, right. that's what I'm saying. They I can get away with a little bit my, more, you know. My early argument was him saying that the girls are not, they're, they're less violent than the guys are. I, I don't agree with that. That's my early argument. Everything else I agree with. I, the only thing I no, agree with is saying that the guys are more violent than the girls. I don't see that. I mean, the girls are pretty violent in that show, too. No, I'm speaking purely on, on the good guy. Like, she's a good guy, like you Even said. Even like, Oliver's guy. a good guy. Huh, say it again. Even I think Batgirl would have fit. I think Batgirl would have fit better just because they've built that bond between women on uh, on the CW. You know, they got that whole little clique, you know, of women together. And I think uh, Batgirl probably would have fit in. You know, she's kind of bubbly, but she's tough. You know, she's a vanilla she takes character. on the Oracle persona. Yeah, I think she would have blended in well, where I think. Whereas in the comics, I just feel like Batwoman was just, I don't know that she would be so much like girls night, let's go hang out and drink champagne together or Cosmos and stuff like that. But that's what I they're going to make more gri- I think she's a more gritty character. Um, well, I mean, I, I want to see how they do her in the crossover, but in her own series, 
I'm hoping maybe it'll little it'll be a little bit more. I'm hoping maybe she'll be uh, kind of how the women are in uh, Black Lightning. I think in Black Lightning they're a little bit more, a uh, little bit grittier. Um, and I, I'm hoping that her show will be like that because you know Supergirl it's all bubbly and sunshine and rainbows and, and stuff like that. And I just think Batwoman is a more is a darker character. She's she's yeah, the well, she should be you know she's yeah. the she's the form of Batman that you know he he can't be like she almost can go that extra step whereas he he won't do that. So yeah, I, my I, I just think when, that she'd be suited for that. When I see her series, all I'm saying, and I'll, I'll end it at this show. All I need it to be is just a polar opposite tone wise than what Supergirl is. That's it. Because they're polar. Well, it should be. Like it, it should not. It should be nothing like Supergirl right. at all. It right. should be nothing like that's, Supergirl. That's all I want. I'll say that. That's that's when I'd be happy as long as I, it's I see nowhere where near I that. I see where your down. fear is. I see where your fear is coming from. I, I don't think you should be worried. Okay. I, listen. I. I trust you, man, because we like some of the same stuff. So if you feel confident enough and in, in, in you think it, it's going to be good, I'm with you, man. No. I, I well, don't want it to be Well, that's why, they like have, that's why they have Supergirl, I think. Supergirl is supposed to be that, that girl power type of – for more for little – to me, it, it, its audience really is geared towards little girls. It just to me it is, and that's why it doesn't click with everybody. And some right. people get upset, but I'm like, that's just kind of their audience, and I get where they're going with it. That's why I don't get totally – Upset and they're look. It's my least favorite show on of all of them, but I understand where they're going with it in certain aspects. And it does have, still have some good story points, and there's certain things I still like about it. But the, but there are other things I'm just never gonna. It's just because it's not for me, you know. So I get it. Yes. No, and I completely understand. I mean, if you look at all the shows like Flash to Arrow, tone wise, they're they're, they're drastic. Well, not drastically, different. but they're somewhat different. Um, like right, they're right. more of an, like, even Barry said it. He's like, is it ever sunny here? Like, why is it always so dark here? Um, so <laughs> they're, they're different. Uh, so I just need Batwoman and Supergirl to be opposites of each other, uh, is all I'm right. asking. That's, that's all I'm saying. They should be. Um, You're absolutely right. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's move on. Let's get into some Marvel stuff. We've gone completely defeat out. Let's go into some Marvel <clears throat> Um, we got news. I think we all expected this, especially when Henry Cavill overshadowed uh, the photos, uh, the official photo release for Captain Marvel. Uh, I feel really bad because Brie Larson was so happy, like, yeah, let's break the internet. And then <laughs> Henry Cavill's camp, because I'm almost 100% sure they're, they're the ones that leaked the story. Um, they were just like, yep, nope, not happening today. Uh, we're coming in with something hot. <laughs> and the audience is going to completely forget about you. Um, but we should they be getting sure a <laughs> absolutely. We should be getting a Captain Marvel official trailer um, Tuesday on Good Morning America. Correct, right? That's what the report is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, which makes sense because I believe Good Morning America is on ABC. That's owned by Disney. Because what's not? Um, <laughs> we're supposed to be getting our first official look. Um, I'm really excited. I love the photos. Um, I thought the photos looked. <laughs> Sick. Um, you guys know how much of a huge, huge, huge Ben Mendel- Ben Mendelsohn fan I am. So the idea of him being the main villain in a scroll, nonetheless, I am beyond hyped for. It. They finally got uh, Jude Law. I think is his name. I completely lost my train of thought. They got Jude Law in a yeah, Jude Law movie. Like, come on, man. Like, I felt like Jude Law has been avoiding this genre for so long, and you finally got this guy in it. Um, and he looks like he's in a role that's just 
made for him. Like, he just looks so comfortable in that role. Um, you also have, I can't remember the guy's name. He seems to be in every Marvel film. It seems like he's, he's looking to try to be in majority of Marvel films, majority of DC films. He's the guy that plays um, the uh, the wizard in uh, Shazam. I can't remember his name. It's super hard to pronounce. Oh, Jamantu. Jamin, Jamin Antu. Yes, thank you. I allowed Joel to pronounce his name. Uh, thank you. Um, he is squeezing his way into everything. Uh, congrats to him. His agent is the hardest working agent in showbiz. Um, but huge congrats to him. Uh, the team, the uh, the flight team that they have, that they look sick. Um, but Joel, I'll go to you, man. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on the first official trailer dropping this Tuesday, and what are your expectations for this movie from the photos that you saw? Uh, I look forward to that trailer. Uh, I, I, the pictures were great, but uh, I want to see it in action. I want to see movement. I want to see it come to life. And I don't know what to expect. Hopefully, if they give us more than than I'm expecting, because I really expect it to be kind of like a teaser. But I really hope we get to see her in action. I want to see her powers visualized. Because so that's one of the characters I've, in the most, in the last couple of years, I've gotten to be able to see her uh, use her powers in the cartoons and video games and now in the comic books. Because you can see it in the comic books, but certain things are portrayed differently. It's different when you actually see it in live action. So I can't wait to see how the movie portrays her powers uh, in terms of how she flies and, and how it's visualized. And will they give us any other teams? Because I don't think, I think we may even see the, the the mask for her costume, but we'll see. I don't know for sure if that's that's a thing, but hopefully they do. Because to me, that's what's missing. That and that to me is what's missing for the costume. But I do look forward to seeing what what like what kind of story points they give us. Because uh, I was happy with with a lot of the pictures, so I, I'm excited. I am. Yeah, and I mean, she it looks like she goes through three different um, uniforms, like her flight uniform, the green one mm-hmm. uh, for the Kree, I think, and then. Her actual Captain Marvel uniform. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll be really interesting to see her transition from, from one to the other to the other. And it's going to be super fun to see Nick Fury's first interaction with a superpowered being um, because that's what the reports have said, that this is going to be his first interaction with a superhero. Like, he's never had an interaction with one before. Um, it's going to be interesting. You have so many characters coming back. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Clark Gregg's, um, can't remember his actual character in the movie. Uh, Colton. Colton will be back also. So it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of familiar faces. Um, Kanan, what are your thoughts on the upcoming trailer? And what are your expectations of this movie based off of what you've seen so far? Um, my expectations. Um, well, I, I feel like this will kind of be the bridge to the next phase of of the MCU. Um, you know, we, cause right when this movie comes out, like a month later is when we're getting, uh, Avengers four. And I think that's going to kind of be the end of everything. And like you talked about earlier, you know, Feige talking about wanting to do kind of more standalone films. I think that it will, I think they'll kind of segue into that. They're not going to be necessarily standalone, but I don't think they're going to try to, um, connect so much, so I think that'll be kind of good to just kind of focus on movies and not really be worried about is this movie going to set up the next one or is this one going to set up you know the next one. And I know that that's not what we're going to get from Captain Marvel because there's going to be uh, parts of it that set up of um, Infinity War. 
But I think we can look at this as, you know, possibly the, like I said, the bridge to the cosmic, the eternals, um, you know, um, eventually, you know, we'll be getting, you know, Fantastic Four and, and stuff like that. Um, the trailer, I think it's going to be a pretty good trailer. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to, I expect it to be a teaser, um, but how long of a teaser will it be? I think we probably get a lot of the scenes that we saw from Entertainment Weekly. Um, I think a lot of those will kind of be blended in. Uh, so I, I think it'll, I think it'll be good. Um, um, I just, you know, looking forward to seeing the scrolls finally on screen. Uh, ben Mendelsohn uh, looks like he's going to have the ability to shape shift, uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, but no, it should be should be should be interesting. Uh, definitely give us something to talk about Marvel wise because uh, we haven't really had anything to talk about Marvel wise in a while. Uh, it's been mostly DC. Uh, so yeah, looking uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm hyped. I wish Ben Mendelsohn's scroll, uh, I mean, because we don't definitively know that he doesn't, but I can kind of assume uh, that they're not going that route because they just got the rights back. But I would have loved for his scroll to be a super scroll. Like, like he could, you know, like take on the powers and everything. Like, I would just freaking love that. I think he would do so much more with that. But um, I'm hyped for it. The crazy thing is the biggest excitement that I have for this trailer has nothing to do with the trailer. You guys remember, I think it was either the Russo brothers or Feige, said we would get nothing about Avengers 4 until after we got everything on Captain Marvel. So I kind of feel like after yeah. the trailer, we should start to get into full-blown <laughs> Avengers 4 news, starting with a name. A freaking name would be awesome. Um, so, I mean, the, the more we get into November, December, January, I mean, you have to kind of give us something, unless you're just going to surprise everybody like, on the red carpet. Um, you know, we got to get something soon. So, I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to the idea of that more so than anything, uh, because I think that movie is probably the most anticipated for next year, um, along with, like, Wonder Woman, the sequel, and Star Wars. But, yeah, I just need more from Avengers 4. Like, I need something, something to chew on. So I'm like, all right, I'm good. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super excited about this movie. Brie Larson, uh, it looks like she's going to knock this out of the park. And I can't wait to see, as you were saying uh, before, Dan, just the world's not really having to connect. Uh, what's more exciting about that is you're going to get a lot more directors excited to, to be a part of worlds that they don't have to worry about basing it off of the last film or an upcoming film. Like, they can just breathe their own. Uh, that's what kind of really excited um what's his name about Black Panther? He was saying he had just the freedom to make a Black Panther story. Uh, and then you just have to worry about the end credit scene that kind of connects everything leading into Infinity War. Um, but you have that freedom. And every director really... That's what EC directors have been crying about. Like, just give us freedom to make good movies, man. Like, stop trying to make us connected to something else or force everything in one movie. Um, but yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's move on to something that no one really talked about, which was weird. Um, I guess for us, for reasons we won't say, it didn't really matter much, but I'm surprised more people didn't talk about it. We got a little teaser clip from Daredevil Season 3. Um, it was Matt in his old costume, um, bloody, uh, sitting in what I assume is a confessional, um, pretty much saying, I'd rather die as the devil than to live as Matt Murdock, which is a complete one, like, 
180 from where his character was in season two to where it was like he just wanted to be Matt. He didn't necessarily want to focus on being Daredevil. He wanted to be more so invested in being Matt, being a good friend, being a good lawyer. And then towards the end of that season and heading into Defenders, it was just like, nope, F that. Um, So it's crazy to see now in this clip that he's fully, like, he's just like, forget Matt Murdock, he's gone, he's dead. Daredevil is all that exists now. So that's that to me is just like it's awesome. And then you had um Elodie Young go on her Instagram um and she said, uh, finally you've gone into the darkness. Um, welcome Matthew. Like I thought that was super cool and she, she kinda signed it by saying Love Electra. Um, so that was really cool to see see that from her. But that that teaser clip completely got me hyped <laughs> for season three. I am like all like all systems go for for season three. Uh, Joel, from that clip, man, are your did your hype go up or is the hype the same as it's been since they pretty much announced it? No, nah, that's pretty much the same. Uh, I like the quote though because the quote definitely uh, is exactly um, based on everything we know about Daredevil season three. It's exactly uh, fits it fits fits perfectly for yeah. what 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 we're expecting going into season three. So. If 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 you don't know anything about season three, know that that quote me um it, it means a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> it, there's a lot to there's a lot more to that quote than, than people understand. But yeah, you should right. definitely check it out uh, when it comes out. Uh, probably sometime in October, I think they were teasing. I don't know if it's been official yet, but yeah, I'm looking forward to season three a lot. Uh, I really really love Daredevil. It's my favorite of the of the four series. Uh, no, like regular series, not like the group series, like Defenders and anything. But I do, uh, I do love Daredevil a lot. So, um, I, I, and I, if Iron Fist season two was really good for me. I really enjoyed that. So I can't wait for to end it with a bang with Daredevil. Uh, don't say end it because I need Charlie Cox's Daredevil like for at least three more seasons. I need six. Well, I mean, like, I don't end it like end the year is what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Don't don't scare me, man. I not like, end, no, I end the series. Three more seasons. <laughs> no, not the, not the series. I meant the series. <laughs> the year. Scared the heck out of me, man. Um, no, again, no. As, far as, the, uh, as far as the official release date, um, me and you, Joel, will know officially at New York Comic Con when they have their panel. Uh, they'll release right, the right, official right. date um, for when it's supposed to come out. The rumor was October, but definitively we know it'll be before the year's up. So that's a large window. Um, it gives them freedom for any time between now and December, what, 30th or 31st. So that doesn't really give us much. But we're hoping at the panel they'll officially announce the, the official date for it. Um, but, Kanan, what did that what did that whole thing mean to you, and what, what did that clip do for you? Like, did it overly hype you, or was the hype level just always at, like, a, a maximum? Well, I... <laughs> I didn't get a chance to finish uh, Iron Fist to really see it. And, you know, of course, we got word via email, you know, from, you know, like saying, hey, did you see that great tease at the end? You know, it was very devilish. And then I was like, okay, well, I know there's something Daredevil related at the end of Iron Fist. And then apparently it got out, and websites cannot – I get it, you know, when people – when they put these episodes out to binge watch, I think you need to give at least – four or five days before you start putting out everything and people are automatically mm-hmm. like running uh articles about the um the daredevil and stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. man you don't even give 
Now you're just like ruining it, you know, because that was an incentive for people to watch Iron Fist. Now people don't have to watch Iron Fist if they don't care about it. They can just watch the Daredevil tease. Uh, but I do agree with you, Juwan. It wasn't something that uh, was really talked about. I mean, it, it, there was hype for it um, to some degree, but it wasn't like something that you just saw like people, you know, breaking the internet over, which I would feel like they would because Daredevil is one of the more anticipated series that's coming back. Um, I think that it's going to be, you know, a very dark turn. You know, we see him sitting there and he's in his old uniform, you know, the uniform he started out with. And, you know, based on some of those uh, leaked images, I think this is going to be a really interesting season. I, I do look forward to seeing Wilson Fisk, uh, you know, Kingpin in this, but I'm more excited for Bullseye. I can't wait to see where they go with uh, with that storyline. But, yeah. uh, no, I think this season is going to be one of the best ever. And um, I think the hype will be there once we learn a little bit more, and I think we're going to find that out at Comic- uh, New York Comic Con. But, uh, yeah, I do agree. I, I feel like it there should have been a little bit more hype for it. Yeah, I think I think the biggest issue was I think a lot of people were kind of caught off guard because if it's like you didn't expect it, it kind of did look like it was from like a, a past season, like maybe season one. Like it, it didn't it didn't scream season three. But if you're a true mm-hmm. like fan of the show and a comic fan, like that that quote is a quote he would have never said in season one. Uh, that's actually a quote he would have never said in a majority of season two. That felt like a guy who wants to be dead as Matt Murdock. Like, that that whole persona does not exist. I'm only Daredevil now. And that kind of sets up the whole feel of what you can only assume Season 3 has to be. Like, you struggle so much trying to just be Matt Murdock, be the good friend, be the good lawyer, be the good boyfriend, and that's just not who you are. It's just not who you are. You were born to be the devil of Hell's Kitchen, now embrace it. So it's gonna be so much fun. Like as soon as as soon as I heard that clip, I was just like, Oh my god, season three is gonna be like monumental. I get why they kept preaching like it's 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 Daredevil back to its purest form. Like I get it now. Like I, I think I was asking you guys before, like, what do they mean? Like Daredevil's always been great. But just the feel of it, it seem I, I can kinda get where they're coming from now. And like Joel said before, like that quote is it seems like it's gonna define season three. Uh, and it gave me chills just listening to it. I was just like, oh, man, like, he's so torn. This guy is, like, he's so ready to just become fully just a daredevil. Like, it's going to be so much fun uh, to watch season three. So we can't wait till we find out more about it um, and when we can officially sit down and binge watch it. But I do want to say, yes, to sir. your point, um, to your point, it did completely <laughs> overshadow Iron Fist. Like, I know a lot of people were just like, oh, man, like, now I have to watch the show or at least the last episode to see the Daredevil thing. And then once the clip released, they were just like, well, forget all that. <laughs> just watch the clip. And I'm not going to watch Iron Fist at all. People, go watch Iron Fist Season 2. It was a good season. It was a good season. Um, very good. Very good season, absolutely. Let's end talking about something that has become pretty much the biggest thing, I say, until Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, but has been huge. Insomniac, Wow. I freaking wow. This Spider-Man game is insane. I keep telling everyone uh, at my job, it's a, it's a Spider-Man, because they ask me, like, well, how's the gameplay and everything? 
it's Grand Theft Auto, but with superpowers. You literally could do everything in that game. You could you could swing around for hours. I know people who just log on and just swing around for hours. Like, that game is insane. The mission, the story, the feel, like, everything about it is just freaking awesome. So I'm going to ask the two PlayStation 4 owners, since I'm an Xbox guy, uh, I'll ask you guys, starting with you, Kanan, how are you enjoying uh, Marvel's The Spider-Man game? Uh, I love it. I think it's uh, it's made playing games fun again, and you know, as someone who really loved the Arkham games, um, I feel like there's a I feel like there's a little bit more to the, and it's not really comparing them. I just feel like there's a little bit more to this um, than than Arkham. You know, it's kind of cool being um, somebody else and the way you can you know interact with people and you you know just swinging. I mean, sometimes I just find myself just you know swinging around New York. I mean, I think the landscape of it's really beautiful. Um, you know, you saw a lot of cool stuff in in the Arkham games, but it was dark and, and you know, had that gritty feel, whereas, you know, you kind of see the entire landscape of um, New York City, and it's just kind of cool to kind of have that open-world Marvel game. Um, you know, we've not really had, not that I've seen, I don't think we've really had this type of Marvel game, and uh, I think they really nailed it. It's, uh, it's well worth um, the price. Uh, there's a ton of side missions, a ton of, uh, you know, stuff to do on the side, and there's, a, you know, a bunch of DLCs that are going to be coming out for it as well. Uh, a lot of Easter eggs. Um, so if you, if you liked, you know, swinging around Gotham looking for Easter eggs in the DC world, you're going to love this. Um, a lot of tie-ins to, uh, you know, a lot of other characters um, in the Marvel Universe. Um, but but I love it. I can't say enough stuff about it, man. I like I, I want there to be a sequel out uh, next year, but I just know how long it took them to put this game together. Uh, you know, hopefully we don't have to wait as long for the sequel to come out. No, they they saw the reception. It won't it won't take nearly as long. Um, but <clears throat> because I know a lot of people who play these games are quick to hit uh, the skip button for the cutscenes. Skip no cutscenes in this game. Uh, none of them. Don't skip. Not not near one. Watch every cutscene. Um, and if you do finish the game, there are two end credit scenes to a video game. Do not miss that uh, either. The, the game is freaking awesome. The story is freaking beautiful. And the end credit scenes drove me insane. It made me just just like run up the wall. Like they're they're great. So make sure you check those out. Don't skip any of the the cutscenes. Um, but Joel, what were your thoughts on the Spider Man game? It's an incredible game. It's a, it, like I'm a big Spider-Man game, uh, Spider-Man character guy. I love, I love Spider-Man. Um, I've played Spider-Man games most of my life <laughs> since they've been around. I've played them. Um, this is like those games on steroids. Um, I've, I've played them. It's not that different from like like other Spider-Man games. Like Spider-Man the movie too. Like the Spider-Man two the movie, it had a very similar feel to the way. And, and most of the Spider-Man games after that had that free world feel like you've been able to swing around the city and you can do a lot of the same things but this game you there's more to new york than 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 any other time it's been and because mainly it's allowed to, to to be to breathe and also it obviously exists within a world that has the other marvel superheroes in it it's not just contained to just spider-man 
So there is, like you guys are saying, Easter eggs. Like there's Avengers Tower, there's the Wakandan Embassy. And I love taking selfies with all the fucking comic landmarks. Uh, that's like my favorite part is like, taking selfies with the landmarks. Like, I'm there. Like I'm officially there. It feels like that. There's uh, so many different areas that I love swinging to. So I can just take pictures of it and take a selfie with it. That's it. That's just something I like personally. And you can do whatever you want in those games. There's so many different side missions. Um, they emphasize gadgets more than ever. In spite, like, they never really emphasize that much in terms of gadgets. Spider-Man always like moves and web moves and shit like that. But now there's more. There's a gadget system in this game that's really cool. Multiple costumes. Like I just finished using the Spider-Man movie costume from Homecoming. I love that costume. So I mean, I was using that for a while. Um, that was cool because you never got a Spider-Man movie game. So this is the closest thing you're gonna get to it. So you can swing around with that costume and just pretend if you want. But <clears throat> It's just the real, and the story's really good. I haven't finished it yet uh, because I'm taking my time and I'm doing whatever, like trying to finish different areas yeah, me and too. getting my. Yeah, I don't want to rush in like <laughs> finish a story. I'm, I'm not a scene cutter either, so I like watching all the scenes as they play out. I love to just embrace myself within the story. So I'm taking my time with it. I'll eventually get to the ending. I'm in no rush. I'll be. It'll be me with me for a while. So, if you like Spider-Man, you like video games. This is the game for you. And hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, there was... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, there's so many people on online that I saw that had finished the game in like a day, and I'm thinking, why would you rush through this? Like, take your time. Like, I find myself, like, doing an hour's worth of, like, side missions or, like, collecting stuff mm-hmm. because, I mean, I want exactly. this to last because when this is over, you know, then you're going mean, to have a <laughs> DLC content, but that stuff's not going to be as long so man, you want to you want to you know you don't want to just like rush through it in a day. So now I'm loving exactly. it. Dude. I'm treating it like I'm treating it like a month long movie, man. I've been waiting on this game for like three years. Yeah, yeah for now, sure. I'm how, in the same boat. How you guys? No, no. I was gonna say how you guys feel about that is how I, I, I'm gonna feel about um, Red Dead Redemption too, since I know Rockstar is probably not gonna make another Grand Theft Auto for God knows how long. So I, I'm going to take that game very slow, very, very, very yeah. slow, uh, because I know how long it took to get this sequel, and I know how long mm-hmm. it's going to be before Rockstar gives us another game like it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I completely understand where you guys are coming from. Kanan, I've had guys come back to my job, and I was like, hey, man, I know I gave you the copy the other day. How do you like it? I beat it. What? You what? Like, you're, well, hold on, because what blew me away is, like, I'm like, hold on. I'm like, hold on, you're a grown man, so I know you have a job. How the hell did you find time to beat this whole game? It's like, oh man, you know, it wasn't that, it wasn't that hard. And I'm like, no, 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 it, it seems like it should have been. <laughs> you should not be done with this game. You so, didn't I do mean, everything. It blew me away. It, it yeah. blew me away. I was just like, that's, that's just, completely insane. I wanted to say it before we walked away from it. I, I hope it opens the door to other characters because I've always wanted a Daredevil video game. I would love a Daredevil video game in that city, just Hell's Kitchen, because Hell's Kitchen is in New York City, and you can swing through Hell's Kitchen, and there's certain landmarks in that city that you can see and take pictures with in Spider-Man. I'm just saying, even if you just leave it to just Hell's Kitchen to Daredevil, that would be amazing for me. I just, I, I just, there's just so much you can do with different characters. I want to be able to feel the way I feel about Spider-Man in this game with other Marvel characters, so hopefully this opens the door to that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, they crazy thing is, is they they tried their hand at doing different characters in video games, but it just didn't work. Like you can't 
like I, I know people are going to say that I'm wrong in this, but uh, until I see it, I'm going to always feel as though you can't really do it like accurately. I feel as though you can't do an accurate Superman game because what you can't do is tell me that like as I'm flying around like fighting just regular criminals with guns, his gun is shooting me and it's draining my health. Like that, you just wouldn't be able to get that through my 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 thick skull. Like it, it wouldn't make sense to me. So it's very hard to do characters like that. They tried Hulk games, multiple Hulk games. They just well, didn't that, sell. Ultimate well. Destruction game was pretty good. No, those games. I thought those games were good, and it was open world, where you could jump around and like climb up buildings and stuff. I thought they were dope. Mm-hmm. They just didn't sell well. Mm-hmm. It mainly had to do with the fact that the movies didn't sell well, but it just didn't sell well. And then the Iron Man games. Those things were horrible. So it was just like they've tried their hands at different characters. Those are cheap think, games, like Thor, Cap. No, those I agree. Yeah. It, you know, agree. there was not a, lot of, not a lot of in those games. <laughs> right, and the issue is you're not getting big-name video game companies making those games. So right. it's like Insomniac doing Spider-Man was huge. I mean, that was freaking huge. So it's like if Insomniac does, like, another superhero um, it'll be curious to see what it is. I mean, they had to deal with Sony for it to be a Sony exclusive, obviously. Um, right. So I'm just I'm curious to see if if how that deal goes with it for them to do any other character. I mean, we've seen DC uh, in I think Rocksteady is who did uh, the Batman games. I could be wrong. I'm, I could be remembering that wrong. Um, how many times have we yeah, seen them go to the well for that? They've gone to mm-hmm. the well for Batman games for like past decades. So I forever. Mean, they don't yeah. Even, yeah, they don't even remotely think about any other character. I, I, there's so many characters you could do in a DC universe. They should, universe. though, yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, I they, agree. They should. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I think, if anything, we'll first, they'll first knock out the trilogy for Spider-Man, uh, doing three of those games, and then seeing where they go from there. Um, but, I mean, there's been rumors I've been hearing of us getting uh, a new Ultimate Alliance. So those are, are something we could be getting uh, it's not an open world game like that, but I know I loved Ultimate Alliance. I thought that game was freaking amazing. I mean, it was so no, good. Josh Whedon, yeah. It was so good. Josh Whedon took parts of that game and put it in the first Avengers when you had um, Iron Man using his uh, repulsors against Cap Shield and it deflecting off. Mm-hmm. Like that was right out of Ultimate Alliance. So I mean, it's that game to me was was iconic. It was great. I didn't really like the second one all that much, but the first one I really loved. So, I mean, it'll Ultimate Alliance 2 was was great, dude. Don't hate on yeah, Ultimate Alliance 2. I didn't, like yeah, I didn't like it that much. I, I'm not saying it was yeah. bad. I didn't like it that much. I didn't like it as much as I did the first. Um, I do agree with yeah. you, though. We definitely need another. We definitely need another game like uh, Ultimate Alliance. But I think you, I think I think that uh, Insomniac or uh, or or Naughty Dog or somebody sees that they can get a you know that they can make a game like Spider Man. And do a Daredevil type game. Uh, you could even do like an Iron Man uh, type game. You know, you could go like a, yeah, around could. the world, dude. You could make this an open world game with Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, how cool would that be, dude? You start out in open California, world. you fly Literally over world. to the Middle East. Yeah, right? you have an awesome. entire world to to do stuff with. Um, I mean, and, I mean, honestly, dude, I'm hoping that we still get the Superman game, the rumored rock, uh, the, so the rumored Rocksteady Superman game that can go around the world. You could go out into space, dude. I mean, I just the sky's the limit, and you don't, and you can limit it, like everybody's saying. Well, you know, how would 
people be able to stop Superman and stuff like that. I don't know, man. Make the storyline about where they use kryptonite bullets or something. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You could have – you could – I mean, you could still make a really good game. Um, I mean, hell, I would take another Batman game, dude. I mean, you know, just focus on another character, you know. Uh, I agree. Arkham Knight did a really good job of kind of giving you all of the villains, you know, thrown in at the end there. But, I mean, you know, you don't well, have to use the Joker. You can use somebody else. But, dude, an open-world Iron Man game, not – and I mean open-world, not open city. I'm talking yeah. around the world, dude. Open that would be world, awesome. yeah. I was well, about saying, no, I was just gonna say I don't know if anybody anybody here has played God of War, but I was playing that game. I'm like, imagine a Thor game on Asgard with Thor, but playing the way God yep. of War plays, like the, that current the yeah. new one. That would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> that would, that be, would be freaking awesome. That would be. And what's crazy is in that game they mentioned they mentioned either Thor or Odinson. Um, so they that's do. They mentioned both. Funny. Yeah. So that would be freaking great. I actually heard, um, guys, this is not uh, us breaking news whatsoever. This is purely speculation. I heard if they were doing another Batman game that it might be uh, uh, premised around um, Battle Battle of the Cow. So it might be like Nightwing is the main character, and it starts like Batman, quote-unquote, dying, and then it's the, the battle of, like, you're facing, the city has gone wild. And kind of like how mm-hmm. Arkham did, to where it's just like the city is, is in pure chaos, and you're not only fighting, uh, you're not only fighting the villains to get everything contained, you're also fighting other like other Robins who want or think they should be Batman. Um, and I, I I was like that would be freaking awesome. You tell me I could play as Dick Grayson and I'm fighting. Um, Red Hood, I'm fighting Damien, and I'm fighting all of Gotham in, in the, the criminal underworld, that'd be, like, mm-hmm. freaking amazing. Um, so, I mean, that's an idea for, for Rocksteady to, to do, but it was a rumor that I had heard um, that I was just like, yeah, I think fans would be 100% on board for that. A Batman game that has no Batman in it till possibly, like, the end of the game. Um, I think people would really, really, really be all in for that, and there's so much you could do with it. Um, so, I mean, I would love a Batman game that is around someone else. Um, and Batman's kind of like in, in the background. I think that'd be really good. Between characters, I think would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, man, we need more superhero games. But the best way to get that is for people to support the current superhero game. So if you have a PS4, go buy Spider-Man. I mean, I've had people come into my job and be like, hey, man, I have a PS4. What's a good game? Spider-Man. Are you crazy? Buy it. Like, what is wrong with you? Put the Madden down. Go buy Spider-Man. Um, so Spider-Man is definitely the hottest game out. The Assassin's Creed Odyssey is going to be great, and Red Dead Redemption 2, and then the Call of Duty that's coming out also. So there's so many games coming out, but I wanted to show some love to Spider-Man because I know you and Kanan had it and have really enjoyed what you've played so far. So I wanted to give yeah. Insomniac some love so they can hurry up and give yeah. the goddamn sequel. <laughs> yeah, and this All isn't even. Yeah, and this isn't even. Yeah, and there's still like, uh, I mean, if you are on the fence about being a PlayStation Four owner, this should make you want to be a PlayStation owner. Not only that, but uh, Last of Us Two's coming out, and that game is going to be insanely good. So that's another awesome. reason to own a, a PlayStation Four. So there's 
there's a ton of great games coming out. Um, and, yes, there are some that are exclusive to Xbox, and there are some that are exclusive to PS4. So it's good to own both. But uh, don't let your pride for being an Xbox fan keep you from enjoying a great game because this Spider-Man game is worth buying um, a PlayStation uh, 4. I mean, and if, if you don't want to go out and get the Pro, then just go get a regular PlayStation and enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, yep. man, I, I love it, dude. They they nailed it. I have not found one thing. The storyline is great, too. Uh, like Jawan said, the storyline is really good, um, and it's something that, like I said, we just – if you're a fan, you just don't really want to rush through it, man. And don't spoil it, man. This is something – I love spoilers, but I'm I'm avoiding it, dude. If I see anything Spider-Man that looks like it's something that I haven't gotten to yet, I'm like, nope, I'm not, I'm not looking at that because I, I, I don't want to be uh, – I don't want to be spoiled on it. I'm tempted, but uh, I'm not going to yep, do that to myself. Here. Yep, same here. Well, I will make sure the first thing I do when we end the show is spoil the hell out of that game for both of you. Uh, but <laughs> – um, I'll be changing. I'll be changing. I'll be changing the password on the Netflix and uh, everything, so you just can't access it no more. <laughs> I believe you're you locked out. I, yeah, I will be found out. I want to. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dane and Nick who are both on vacation. Um, huge shout out to you guys because uh, you guys always tell me like when people are off the show, I forget to like give a shout out. I probably do, but you should have been on the show anyway. Uh, huge shout out to those guys. Enjoy your vacation. Uh, well deserved. Um, they will all. They will both be back next weekend. Um, hopefully, there's so much news to talk about that uh, you know we have a like, packed show. But anyway, guys, we've had a great show tonight. Um, everyone, if you're looking for something to watch tonight, tune into Hell in the Cell. It's gonna be a good one. Hopefully, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but tune into it. Um, also, make sure you guys are tuning into the shows this week. Um, we might even be bringing back. Um, crap, I completely forgot the name of the show. Um, yeah, well, whatever that happens. Anyway, um, how do you forget about week. the show? Well, wait a minute. I wait forgot a, the name uh, of the show. Geeks and Gifts What show? It's um, the one we did on, on Friday where we were like breaking down movies that people. Like didn't like that we might have liked. Yeah, or geeks against the grain. Geeks against the grain. There we go. That's why I can. Jesus Christ! Thing. It was just this uh, Friday, and you forgot. I had a brain fart. What do you want from me? Uh, oh my <laughs> gosh! Make sure you check it out. We will be having um, Leo come back to do uh, geeks of the grain with us. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We do not know the topic yet, so don't badger us about topics. We don't know topics. Yet. And we'll find uh, out. Later, and, you know. They didn't. And they didn't do it this weekend, but they're doing it next Saturday. Brand new top ten with uh, Chris. Uh, they're going to be doing the best top ten best movie endings. So that's going to be a really cool show. Um, Absolutely. I'm trying to think about what else we. I'm trying about to think about. Oh, uh, I got word that we're going to do a promotion with Universal and Blumhouse for Halloween uh, in Nashville right. and Atlanta. Uh, so if what you're in fuck? those cities. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Be on the lookout for that. Uh, but we are doing something for Halloween. Um, and hopefully we get some uh, some other stuff coming down uh, soon as well. Absolutely. And, and, you, guys, and you two losers are going to co- uh, New York Comic Con in, what, I was just three about weeks? To say that. Is it three weeks? Oh, I'm just sorry. About, yeah. Um, yeah. No, you're fine. Um, we have a slew of <laughs> interviews that we're setting up for um, New York Comic Con, so stay tuned for that. And we'll be at literally all the panels. 
Um, so we'll have news on whatever news stories break at Comic-Con or whatever. So I don't know if we're supposed to, but we'll, we're going to do it. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's so much more. But like I said, we have a, we have huge interviews we're, we're trying to, like, uh, completely confirm. But if they come into fruition, it's huge interviews. So stay tuned for that, guys. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. Thank you, Kanan. Thank you, Joel. And we will see you guys same time, same place next Sunday. Peace. Peace. Peace.